0: The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun, using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen to empower your children. I am storyteller
1: Chip Cahoon, and with me today is... Hi, I'm Rob. I work in a school just outside of Milton Keynes and I've taught every year group from reception up to year six.
2: And I'm Nicola and I teach a junior school in Hampshire and at the moment I teach year six children. I have also worked at teacher training college and hopefully enthused students to the fantastic educators themselves.
0: And today we are exploring learning outcomes in music and physical education with a folktale from the in- Indian Jungle. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for The Real King of the Jungle. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you sign up as an epic educator, you'll also get a copy as a paperback joyously illustrated by Winnie the Witch's Corky Paul, as well as the full audiobook for you to download at any time. Right now, though, let's conclude our discussion with Tenderway, Loris and the animals of the jungle, as we have Nicola and Rob here to pull out some uh, learning outcomes in two rather different subjects. Um, We're going to start with the physical education, which I believe was the one that you spotted, Nicola, for ages 7 to 11. Am I right?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, Two ideas here. One, having a relay race. Obviously, you've got different lengths of stick, but giving different groups different lengths. Um, I just imagined um, some children having a much longer stick and some having a very short one. So it's hard to pass the baton on.
0: Okay. So it wasn't like different lengths that they have to, to run. It's different lengths of...
2: No, different lengths of stick a baton and, and does it help them you know, which is um, the easiest to work with and yeah just having a play with that but the, another idea was a much more physical lesson where like um circuit training and you have different activities in different places and sometimes it's the short straw sometimes it's the long straw so it could be there's different ways of doing this but it could be the children run to the middle and they pick out a straw if they've got the short straw they have to run to a harder activity if they've got a longer straw they go to a slightly easier activity okay. or all of your activities are sort of linked to the lengths of the straw. So the short straw is a really hard, maybe you've got the burpees to do or (laughs) press-ups or something. Hmm. And the the longer straws are... Maybe something slightly easier to do, like some star jumps or Mm. some spotty dogs or something. But thinking about the lengths of the straws and and making things harder and easier in PE.
1: You could also link your different activities to the animals that are involved in the story as well. Excellent Mm -hmm. idea. So instead of star jumps, you could do monkey jumps.
2: Yes, that's a really good idea. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's a really good idea,
0: Rob. You've reminded me of a a suggestion I I think Helen made um, when we were talking about this story with her a little while ago, which was the idea of sort of having a kind of food chain chase. So you might have um, a certain number of your children uh, imagining that they are grass. Certain number waving around. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But but in in a more physical way, (laughs) Um, a certain a certain number pretending that they are are hares or antelope and, and then a, a certain number pretending that they are tenderweight the leopard and then just um, mix it up so you start the game each time with either a greater number of leopards or a greater number of grass greater number of all, all the others in the middle and see what your children observe about uh, the differences it makes to the game so you know for example if you only have two blades of grass running around and you have one Leopard, but everybody else is an antelope. You know, how difficult is it for everybody to get what they need? So, it can be a great way of exploring the impact of of food chains and the impact of the environment, introducing different species and so on.
2: That's really good.
1: I was just going to say, talking about ideas like that, Helen and I work together, and uh, for sports day, quite often we use the animals for the different races. So, if you have like a a sloth race, then it's quite a slow one. And if you have a cheetah race, then it's different. A crab race is different again. So, thinking you you could use the animals again that are in this story to represent different kinds of races. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the the loris would probably take the place of the, the sloth. Yeah, um, yeah. Because they all had different ways of moving, yeah.
2: As I say, my class are really into this game called Manhunt, they call it. Um, it's been a big thing this year and one character is the person that has to chase the others and they all run around the climbing frame and the playground. And as soon as they're caught, they then have to join in and help the other animals to hunt no, sorry, the other they're not animals, they're children. Yeah. The other children <laughs> to get each other. Um and uh what if that could be linked into it somehow mm. that um tender grey is um manhunt and he's trying to get the other animals.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Grand. Well, let's stick down at your end of the school now though, Rob. Um with ages four to seven. You uh you actually mentioned some music that you'd like to explore with that age range.
1: Yes. Not my usual go to subject, but here we no. go. <laughs> um, <laughs> a couple of ideas, one which has occurred whilst we've been talking about PE, because I was hmm. sure that you were going to mention dance, Nicola. Ah. And with the class that I've had this year, we've looked at the Carnival of the Animals by Camille Saint-Saëns, a French composer, and he produced different pieces of music which represent different animals. So I would get the children to to listen to the music and then share which animals they think they're linked to and how they know. Mm. So, for example, the kangaroo piece of music starts off and it's quite bouncy. Like when you hear it first of all, you're like, oh, what's happening here? But then if you say to them, this is a kangaroo, then they're like, oh, yeah, I can hear it now. Yeah. The second idea that I had was using uh, percussion, particularly with Key Stage 1 and Reception Children, different pieces of percussion to represent different animals in the story yeah, and how they move and how they talk. And then you could almost retell the story, but using the sound effects that you create. Mm. I'm imagining, do you remember those books that had a, a row of buttons down the side, which are all with different things? Yes. yes. yeah, Similar to that, but in class. <laughs> so you could have for your elephant, you could have just a drum, maybe an African drum, which dum, 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 quite heavy mm. for your loris, which is quite lighter on its feet or for the red panda maybe like a triangle mm. so you rep- you find different ways of representing the animals that are in the story and then resell it you could also use body percussion if you don't have enough different mm-hmm. ranges of percussive instruments so how could we show an elephant moving and how is that different to a bison yeah so you could start very gently to introduce the idea of tempo and pitch as well with them and volume, mm-hmm. which would, again, reinforce the story and it would get them to think about the characters that are in it and you have a, a musically good time as well.
0: Could you explore the use of animal noises as well as uh, elements of music or, or musical creation. I mean, um, those who have listened to the version of this story that is coming out on the podcast uh, or, or even the video, actually, um, we have our theme um, done in a jungle setting. We, we, we changed the theme tune um, for our podcast uh, for every single story so it's related to the setting in some way. So our theme for this is set in yeah, a jungle um, it is very percussive because um, a lot of jungle communities, um, like you find in India and Indonesia, the African jungles, they there is a tendency for jungles to produce a very percussive culture, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. But there's also the use of animal sounds to kind of make you really get a sense of musicality of the jungle. I was just wondering whether you would, you know, look into elephant trumpets and leopard growls and things as potential musical palette
1: i, I would i it'd be quite hard i think to research the noise that a loris makes potentially i don't know and it might... i don't
0: know the noise that loris makes i don't know whether it'd be hard to research it right, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah but um... They would have to be noises that your children could recreate as well. Yes,
0: yeah, Um, in some way. Well, children don't usually have much trouble recreating the sound of an elephant, do they? Or or the sound of a a lion slash leopard (laughs) leopard or a snake. Um, And I'd like to also say, Rob, um, well done, because I I said at the outset of this particular episode that um, physical education and music are quite an unusual pairing. And then, of course, you went and mentioned dance, which (laughs) is a perfect pairing of the two of them,
1: isn't it? <laughs> Top marks the to role
2: You could do a whole School production I was thinking about The Jungle King Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> No I was just thinking You could dance to Welcome to the Jungle Or
2: <laughs> Stuff like that
1: You could That would really Change it up wouldn't it? Yeah really get A, a good range
2: Yeah and... Yeah. I thought you could change You know the song "Bear Necessities You could kind of Change it to what's Important for these Characters in this mm-hmm. story Like look for the Bare Necessities Working as a team Together You know you kind of Change the words To kind of make it Link to this story And trying to defeat our oh, oh, yeah.
0: leopard character I love that idea <laughs> that's sadly all we have time for in this episode folks and indeed this story if you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast or if there's a subject you are soon to teach that you'd like us to cover you can find us on social media using at teach happily or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective, memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. And now, while we're in one of our hottest ever summers here in the UK, we'll be back next week to get even hotter with our adapted account of the Great Fire of London. Right now, though, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So,
2: cheerio, and we we hope hope to to hear hear your story
0: soon!